Good morning, Grace. This Sunday is Pentecost. And as we move toward the celebration of Pentecost, I want to invite us this week to ask the question, who is the Holy Spirit and what does the Holy Spirit want to do in our lives? Let's dig in. Let's begin at the beginning. The Spirit was actively involved in creation. In the opening verses of the Bible, we see, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Spirit of God brought order out of chaos and made all things good. From the mind of the Father, through the word of the Son, the Spirit brought all things into being. And he's the same spirit today, bringing good things to bear in our lives and in the life of the church. Who is the Holy Spirit? And what does he want to do in your life today? When God created man, he formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. The Hebrew word used here for breath is ruach, which is also the word for spirit. The ruach of God brings physical life to man formed from the dust. And he's the same spirit today who brings spiritual life to people and churches that are dry as dust. So many are hungry for this type of spiritual life and they're attracted to the presence of God in church families where they see the evidence of the life-giving work of the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? And what does he want to do in your life today? One day, God made a covenant with his people. And a part of that covenant was a requirement that his people should keep his laws and obey his commands. But that day, and ever since that day, we've been unable to do so. So out of grace and in love, God promised that one day he would make a new covenant with his people. In Jeremiah 31, 33, God says, I'll put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. In other words, under this new covenant, the law would be internal rather than external. God would give us the desire and the ability to do everything we needed to do to please him from the inside out. God further clarifies this promise through the prophet Ezekiel saying, I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I'll put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27. God promises that the spirit of God will be available to all will come and dwell within us, that God's presence would be with us. And yet all these promises remained unfulfilled for at least 300 years until the coming of Jesus. Who is the Holy Spirit and what does he want to do in your life? When John the Baptist was asked whether he was the Christ, he replied, no, I baptize you with water, but one more powerful than I will come. The thongs of whose sandals I'm not even worthy to untie. 
and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus came that we might be baptized in the Spirit. The Greek word baptize is baptizo, which means to overwhelm, to immerse, or to plunge. And this is what happens when we're baptized in the Spirit. We're overwhelmed by the power of God, immersed in the love of God, and plunged into the life of God. The relationship God desires to have with us through His Spirit is a lot like a hard, dry sponge being dropped into water. There can be a hardness in our lives that stops us from absorbing the life and the power of God. And it might take a little time for the hardness to wear off and for the sponge to be filled, but Likewise, it may take a little time for the Spirit to soften and change our hearts, but this is what the Holy Spirit comes to do. To soften us, to fill us, to make us receptive to God, and that His life in us would not only completely occupy every aspect of our life, but that it might also overflow from every aspect of our lives to become a blessing into the lives of all of those around us. In John chapter 7, verses 37 through 38, Jesus proclaimed, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within them. Jesus was saying that the promises of God through Jeremiah and Ezekiel wouldn't be fulfilled in a place, but in a person, in himself. Just before he ascended, and was enthroned at the right hand of God, Jesus told his disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. But they still had to wait and pray for another 10 days. Then at last, on the day of Pentecost, we see in Acts chapter 2, suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. What a glorious day. It happened. The promise of the Father was fulfilled and everyone was amazed. Peter stood up and explained what had happened. He looked back to the promises of God in the Old Testament and shared how all of their hopes and dreams were being fulfilled before their very eyes. Through the person and work of Jesus Christ, through his life, death, resurrection, and ascension, the promised Holy Spirit had come into the world. And Peter declares, it's a promise for you, and not just for you, but for your children and for their children and all who are far off. It's a promise for all whom the Lord God will call. The promise of the Father has been fulfilled. This is what we celebrate this coming Sunday on Pentecost. Every single follower of Jesus Christ receives the promise God has made. The Holy Spirit is available to all who repent and believe and be baptized in the name of Jesus. The life-giving, healing, comforting, convicting, teaching, freeing, immersing, plunging work of the Holy Spirit the very presence of God in our lives, who bears the fruit of Christ in our lives, is available to everyone, including you and me. Who is the Holy Spirit? 
And what does the Holy Spirit want to do in your life? Come, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen.